here's the problem. Today, there's not a lot of hope in our world. It's like everywhere we look, there's bad news. Um, we've got this whole cancel culture thing going on, or maybe you're on the other side and you think everybody's racist and that we're all systemically racist if you're white. I mean, this, this whole world has just gone completely berserk right now. But there is a God of hope, and he has hope for every culture, for every race. If you're Jewish, he has, he's the God of hope for you. If you're Gentile, he's the God of hope for you. And we're going to look at that, and you're going to gain great value in having hope for the future as a believer in Jesus Christ in this episode. All right, so hey, my name is George Crabb, and um, we're going through a series in Romans right now. We're almost done. We're in Romans chapter 15 right now, and we're going to go ahead and look at the scriptures right now. We're just going to dive right in to these, to these scriptures in Romans chapter 15. Ready? Here we go, you guys. All right. So we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it was written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. So for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through encouragement of the scriptures, we might have, here it is, guys, hope, right? Hope, not hope in this world, hope in God. Ah, so good, guys. So verse 5, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, these verses are rich, aren't they? They just make me, they're lifting me up already. I'm, I'm being lifted up in my spirit, and it's good. I hope you are too. Verse 7, therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. You know, it's so important to welcome each other, to greet each other. Um, you'll be surprised at how that touches somebody's life when they're having a bad day, and you just, you just say, hey, how's it going? You know, sincerely, not some fake pretentious way, but when you sincerely say to somebody, hey, how you doing? You put your hand on their shoulder, shake their hand, and you just look at them in the eye, and you mean it, right? And um, and that's what we're seeing here. He's showing us how. Remember, this this is the part of Romans where he's showing us how we can become more like Christ and bring hope to this world, you guys. And uh, that's what we need. We need a bunch of people with sound minds uh, who can bring a lot of hope to this world because this is just a crazy world right now. Verse 8, For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again it said, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the people extol him. So good, you guys. So here we're seeing where uh, Paul's showing us where all the promises were to the Gentiles in verses in Isaiah and other places that we just we just know that God spoke that he would be the God of the Gentiles as well as the Jewish people 
and Israel. So, and again, he says in verse 12, and again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will come, even he who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. We Gentiles can hope in Jesus Christ, and you Jewish people can hope in Jesus Christ too. And there's going to be a great revival someday. The, the Bible promises it for the Jewish people in Israel. All right, so verse 14, I'm sorry, verse 13, and this is the big one, you guys. This verse right here is my one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. My friend Jeremy Bakken, he's a pastor over uh, near Port Townsend, he gave me a mug one time for my birthday, and it had this verse on it, and I love that mug. It's my favorite because I love this verse. Here it is. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you might abound in hope. Oh, so good. Abound in hope. Mm. Verse 14, I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. But on some points, I have written to you very boldly by way of reminder because of the grace given to me by God to be a, I know it's cut off right there, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit, And in Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to be proud of my work for God. For I will not venture to speak of anything except that Christ has, what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience. By word and by deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. So good. And thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation, but as it is written. So Paul's about to describe, there was a scripture which actually spoke of what he was doing. Those who have never been told of him will see and those who have never heard will understand. Isn't that awesome? So Paul was bringing the good news of this Jewish king, this Jewish Messiah that was promised through the line of Jesse, through David, um, all the way to, to Mary, right? You know, it started actually way back with Adam and Eve. They had Seth, who was the son of promise. Then there was Isaac, who was the son of promise. You know, he was the son of Abraham. And there was Yaakov, which is Jacob in Hebrew. And then Joseph, which is Yosef in Hebrew. Uh, It didn't really go through Joseph's line, but it went through Judah's line. That was the promise. And it went all the way through Judah's, uh, Judah, not Judah's, all the way down into David and all the way down into Mary. And uh, that's where we see where it says the root of Jesse back in that previous verse. And uh, he was the Jewish Messiah. He still is. He's still the king of Israel. You know, when that veil of the temple was ripped in two from top to bottom when Jesus died on the cross, guess what wasn't ripped in half? It was the sign that Pontius Pilate had placed upon right above Jesus' head, written in Hebrew 
written in Greek and Aramaic that said, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. That sign was not ripped in half because it's still true today. And this should give great hope to all of you Jewish people that are living in Israel because your Messiah is alive and he's going to come back and rescue you someday. Just read Romans chapter 11. You'll see that. All right, let's go to verse 22. So this is the reason why I have so often been hindered from coming to you. Whoops, sorry, I skipped ahead there. This is the reason I've been hindered so often. So the Holy Spirit was hindering Paul from coming to the Romans as he's writing to them here. But now, since I no longer have any room for work in these regions, and since I have longed for many years to come to you, I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain and to be helped on my journey there by you. Once I have enjoyed your company for a while. At present, however, I am t- I'm going to Jerusalem bringing aid to the saints for the mes- for Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among your saints among the saints at Jerusalem. So the saints in Jerusalem, the church that was in Jerusalem, the very first church, the Jewish church uh, was suffering. They were really poor. They were persecuted. And uh, Paul was uh, collecting money to, to give to them, which he did. Verse 27, For they were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in their spiritual blessings, they ought also to be of service to them in material th- blessings. So when, therefore, I have a completed this and have delivered to them what I have what I what has been collected, I will leave for Spain. So Paul is planning to actually go to Spain. Isn't that interesting? By way of you. And I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. So good. I love Paul. <laughs> Verse 30, I appeal to you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf, that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea, and that I that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. So he ends this chapter almost like it's the the end of the book. Um, But there's this, chapter 16 is great because there's this great greeting. And he talks about each person. He knew these people dearly. He knew these believers. Many of them were Jewish Christians who fled uh, Jerusalem before. and, um, And he just knows them intimately, dearly, as close friends. Um, so this chapter is a great chapter because this brings us hope. You guys, we need hope today. Um, persecution is starting to rise even in the United States now. Um, we could see it coming down the pike. I mean, we see what our leaders are all about, and um, they want us to basically denounce our faith. But we don't have to do that. We can be strong. We're in a battle, and we're not wimps. We're warriors. Paul was a warrior Peter was a warrior, we're spiritual warriors. And when our time comes to die, it's different. We die because it's God's timing, not because it's the enemy's timing, not because it's something they did. So I'm going to go back up here to 
Uh, my favorite verse again, verse 13. And we're going to look at what it says one more time. So here we go, you guys. May the God of hope, the God of hope, my friends, fill you with all joy and peace and believing and so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Abound means more and more and more abounding in hope, you guys. So, my friend, there's great hope. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you can know him. He's just a prayer away. You can have great hope in your life. If you feel lonely, if you've walked away from the Lord even, you can say this prayer as well um, and receive the hope, the deep, deep down hope that nobody can take away that Jesus Christ has for you, my friend. It's, it's there. He's got it there for you, and he's waiting. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer if you wish. You could pray this prayer. Say the words right after me. You're praying from your heart to God. You're opening your life up to Jesus Christ, or you're recommitting your life to Christ. And you can do that uh, here in a minute. All right, you guys. So my channel is all about uh, using the Bible to, um, to interpret the Bible. We don't need books I mean, I have commentaries behind me, and these are great uh, commentaries, um, but we don't need those. We just need the Holy Spirit to teach us as we read the Bible to understand the Bible, all right? Hey, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you can know him right now, my friend. He's just a prayer away, and this is a prayer between you and God to receive him, to believe in Jesus, to be born again as a new believer, or to, you can even recommit your life to him. You're saying, Lord, I want you to control my life. I want to follow you. I give my life to you. I open the door to my life to you, Jesus. And that's the prayer you're going to pray. All right? So say these words right after me. This is a prayer to God. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner. I am sorry for my sin. I want to turn from my sin. Please help me to do that. I believe that Jesus came to this world and that he died on the cross, shedding his blood for me. But in three days, he rose again in great victory and that he's alive today. And I choose to follow him as my Lord and my Savior from this day forward. Please help me to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, my friend, if you prayed that prayer, congratulations. You are now a child of God. Hey, so awesome. All right, so I'm looking forward to going through Romans chapter 16 with you guys. We're going to conclude Romans, and we're doing a series on Road to Emmaus, how to find Jesus in all the Old Testament. So check those videos out as well. And God bless you, and God bless the kingdom of God coming to this world, hopefully soon. George Crabb, signing out. Thank you.